Well, hello and welcome to the biggest chapter in the Bible, Psalm 119. And in just a few minutes, we'll start reading and it's going to be a long video. <laughs> so you'll have to hang in there with me. And uh, But I thought I'm going to just explain a little bit about this psalm first and then I'll comment on some individual verses at the end. I've got 16 comments on 16 verses. But this psalm actually has 176 verses. So we're going to be reading for a while. Now this psalm is an acrostic poem. Now you might have been at school as a youngster, and or you might be at school now, and you might have done an acrostic. So you might, you know, write down the left side of the piece of paper, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way down the left. And then you might say, write a story. And the, the, each sentence of the story would then start with, you know, the first sentence would start with A, second sentence start with B, so on. That's an acrostic. And there's actually a, quite a few of the Psalms that were acrostics. And I first mentioned acrostics acrostic Psalms back when we did the Psalms 9 and 10 videos, because they were acrostic poem between the two of them. Like Psalm 9 had half of the alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet, and Psalm 10 had the other half. So they were together an acrostic, they were two songs, but they were together an acrostic poem. And um, there's, there's about 10 acrostic poems in all of the Psalms. And this one is the mother of all the acrostic poems. <laughs> it's the beauty of them all. And this is how it works. It's split up into um, 22 sections, and each one of those sections is a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And so the first section is called Aleph, which is the first, oh, something the microphone fell down, um, is Aleph, which is the first uh, Hebrew letter, and it's got eight verses. And then we go into Bait, the second letter, and it's got eight verses, and then, you know, Gimel, the third letter, and so on. And each of the letters has eight verses, and that's where we get 176, which is eight times 22. And then, within each, one's, within each of those sections, every single line starts with that Hebrew letter. Now, we don't get to see the benefit of it because we're reading it in English. But if you were reading this in Hebrew, every single of those eight lines in the first stanza would start with the A, Aleph. So this is quite a remarkable poem. Imagine writing a poem that's 176 lines long and the first eight lines all start with A, the second eight lines all start with B, the third eight lines all start with C, and so on. It's that, but even it's even more complicated than that because the whole of this psalm is about one subject. And this, as you go through the psalm, you will hear this subject over and over and over. It's talked about in so many different ways, from every possible which angle, it's comprehensively considered. And that subject is the law of the Lord, or the law of God, or the teachings of God. That's the subject. And as we go through in English, we find that there's all these synonyms that get used. For example, uh, instead of using the word law, which is used sometimes, it will use the words word, saying, commandment, statute, ordinance, precept, testimony, way, and path. So, you know, in one verse it'll say, follow the law of the Lord. Another verse will say, the ways of the Lord are mighty. Another verse will say, the paths of the Lord are secure. All of these are synonyms for the same thing. And of course, 
we're using English synonyms here because the translators broke it all up like that. But in Hebrew, there were all these Hebrew synonyms for all these different things. So it would have been pretty cool to read it all in Hebrew. Of course, we can't. <laughs> and uh, so we're going we're gonna to read it in English. But the theme, the big overwhelming theme is the law of the Lord. Now, when we were going through the first five books of the Bible, I said to you at the time that in the Jewish mind, the Pentateuch or the law, the law of Moses is the first five books. When we read about the law here, it's not talking about that. It's talking about more the big idea of the way that God wants things done or the following after the Lord, the Lord's ways or the Lord's heart or the Lord's wisdom. So it's kind of like the law in the sense of the way of God. And of course, the law of Moses is included in the way of God. But when it says, you know, blessed is a man who meditates on God's law, it means he thinks about God, thinks about what's right and what's wrong and the way God wants it. So law is kind of like the big idea, not the specific idea of like, say, one of the books of the Bible, like Deuteronomy, for example. So we're going to start reading now all 176 verses. I'm going to say the Hebrew letters as we go through. So you'll hear, the, hear them. Hopefully I pronounced them correctly. And... Um, <laughs> And uh, you'll also hear all the synonyms for the law. And then at the end, I will make some comments. So let me find my spot and off we go. Psalm 119, we'll begin with the letter Aleph. Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to Yahweh's law. Blessed are those who keep his statutes, who seek him with their whole heart. Yes, they do nothing wrong. They walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts that we should fully obey them. Oh, that my ways were steadfast to obey your statutes. Then I wouldn't be disappointed when I consider all of your commandments. I will give thanks to you with uprightness of heart when I learn your righteous judgments. I will observe your statutes. Don't utterly forsake me. Bait. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Don't let me wander from your commandments. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, Yahweh. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the ordinances of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Gimel. Do good to your servant. I will live and I will obey your word. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things out of your law. I am a stranger on the earth. Don't hide your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your ordinances at all times. You have rebuked the proud who are cursed, who wander from your commandments. Take reproach and contempt away from me, for I have kept your statutes. Though princes sit and slander me, your servant will meditate on your statutes. Indeed, your statutes are my delight and my counsellor. Dalad. My soul is laid low in the dust. Revive me according to your word. I declared my ways and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Let me understand the teaching of your precepts. 
then I will meditate on your wondrous works. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Keep me from the way of deceit. Grant me your law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. I have set your ordinances before me. I cling to your statutes, Yahweh. Don't let me be disappointed. I run in the path of your commandments, for you have set my heart free. Hey. Teach me, Yahweh, the way of your statutes, and I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding, and I will keep your law. Yes, I will obey it with my whole heart. Direct me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in them. Turn my heart towards your statutes, not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from looking at worthless things. Revive me in your paths. Fulfill your promise to your servant that you may be feared. Take away my disgrace that I dread, for your ordinances are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. Vav. Let your loving kindness also come to me, Yahweh, your salvation according to your word. So I will have an answer for him who reproaches me, for I trust in your word. Don't snatch the word of truth out of my mouth, for I put my hope in your ordinances. So I will obey your law continually forever and ever. I will walk in liberty, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your statutes before kings and will not be disappointed. I will delight myself in your commandments because I love them. I reach out my hands for your commandments, which I love. I will meditate on your statutes. Zayin. Remember your word to your servant because you gave me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has revived me. The arrogant mock me excessively, but I don't swerve from your law. I remember your ordinances of old, Yahweh, and have comforted myself. Indignation has taken a hold of me because of the wicked who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house where I live. I have remembered your name, Yahweh, in the night, and I obey your law. This is my way that I keep your precepts. Chet. Yahweh is my portion. I promised to obey your words. I sought your favour with my whole heart. Be merciful to me according to your word. I considered my ways and turned my steps to your statutes. I will hurry and not delay to obey your commandments. The ropes of the wicked bind me, but I won't forget your law. At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous ordinances. I am a friend of all those who fear you, of those who observe your precepts. The earth is full of your loving kindness, Yahweh. Teach me your statutes. Tet. You have treated your servant well according to your word, Yahweh. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I observe your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The proud have smeared a lie on me, with my whole heart, I will keep your precepts. Their heart is as callous as the fat, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. 
The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of pieces of gold or silver. Yud. Your hands have made me and formed me. Give me understanding that I may lean on your commandments. Those who fear you will see you and be glad, because I have put my hope in your word. Yahweh, I know that your judgments are righteous, that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Please let your loving kindness be for my comfort, according to your word to your servant. Let your tender mercies come to me, that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the proud be disappointed, for they have overthrown me wrongfully. I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, they will know your statutes. Let my heart be blameless toward your decrees, that I may not be disappointed. Calf. My soul faints for your salvation, I hope in your word. My eyes fail for your word. I say, when will you comfort me? For I have become like a wineskin in the smoke. I don't forget your statutes. How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? The proud have dug pits for me, contrary to your law. All of your commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me. They had almost wiped me from the earth, but I didn't forsake your precepts. Preserve my life according to your loving kindness, so I will obey the statutes of your mouth. Lamed. Yahweh, your word is settled in heaven forever. Your faithfulness to all generations, you have established the earth and it remains. Your laws remain to this day, for all things serve you. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for with them you have revived me. I am yours. Save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me. I will consider your statutes. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your commands are boundless. Mem. How I love your law. It is my meditation all day. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for your commandments are always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, because I have kept your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil way, that I might observe your word. I have not turned away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your promises to my taste, more than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, Therefore, I hate every false way. Nun. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light for my path. I have sworn and have confirmed it that I will obey your righteous ordinances. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, Yahweh, according to your word. Accept me, I beg you, the willing offerings of my mouth. Yahweh, teach me your ordinances. My soul is continually in my hand, yet I won't forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I haven't gone astray from your precepts. I have taken your testimonies as a heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I have set my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. Samak. 
I hate double-minded men, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your word that I may live. Let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up and I will be safe, and I will have respect for your statutes continuously. You reject all those who stray from your statutes, for their deceit is in vain. You put away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you. I am afraid of your judgments. Ayn. I have done what is just and righteous. Don't leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servant's well-being. Don't let the proud oppress me. My eyes fail looking for your salvation for your righteous word. Deal with your servant according to your loving kindness. Teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. It is time to act, Yahweh, for they break your word. Therefore, I love your commandments more than gold. Yes, more than pure gold. Therefore, I consider all your precepts to be right. I hate every false way. P. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth wide and panted, for I longed for your commandments. Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Establish my footsteps in your word. Don't let any iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man, so I will observe your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant. Teach me your statutes. Streams of tears run down my eyes because they don't observe your law. Tzadi. You are righteous, Yahweh. Your judgments are upright. You have commanded your statutes in righteousness and they are fully trustworthy. My zeal wears me out because my enemies ignore your words. Your promises have been thoroughly tested and your servant loves them. I am small and despised. I don't forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. Your law is truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold of me. Your commandments are my delight. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live. Kuf. I have called with my whole heart. Answer me, Yahweh. I will keep your statutes. I have called to you. Save me. I will obey your statutes. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I put my hope in your words. My eyes stay open through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Revive me, Yahweh, according to your ordinances. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They are far from your law. You are near, Yahweh. All your commandments are truth. Of old I have known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Resh. Consider my affliction and deliver me, for I don't forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, 
for they don't seek your statutes. Great are your tender mercies, Yahweh. Revive me according to your ordinances. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries. I haven't swerved from your testimonies. I look at the faithful I look at the faithless with loathing because they don't observe your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, Yahweh, according to your loving kindness. All of your words are truth. Every one of your righteous ordinances endures forever. Shin. Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great plunder. I hate and abhor falsehood. I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous ordinances. Those who love your law have great peace. Nothing causes them to stumble. I have hoped for your salvation, Yahweh. I have done your commandments. My soul has observed your testimonies. I love them exceedingly. I have obeyed your precepts and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Tav. Let my cry come before you, Yahweh. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. Let my lips utter praise, for you teach me your statutes. Let my tongue sing of your word, for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I have longed for your salvation, Yahweh. Your law is my delight. Let my soul live, that I may praise you. Let your ordinances help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. I seek your servant, for I don't forget your commandments. Thank you for hanging in there for 176 verses. <laughs> and uh, I've got 16 comments here, and uh, I'll go through them all one by one. Verse 1, it says, Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to Yahweh's law. Um, so we're going through this whole psalm, the law is the subject. But in the very first verse, it says that this is Yahweh's law. So this is God. Yahweh is God's name in the Old Testament, but Yahweh is also Jesus in the New Testament. So this is the law of Jesus. It's the ways of Jesus. This whole psalm is about following in the footsteps of Christ. Verse 7, it says, I will give thanks to you with uprightness of heart when I learn of your righteous judgments. God does things. God is an upright God and he judges. And um, sometimes we blame God for things because things don't seem fair. And uh, But... God is a God of infinite wisdom, and sometimes we look back on him, on his judging, and we realize he did the right thing. He did what was wise. This person, because the psalmist, the person who wrote this psalm, so focused on meditating on God's ways, they came to appreciate them, even the judgments. So even the tough things that God does can be appreciated. Verse nine, how can a young man, or a young woman, Keep his way pure, and he answered this question by living according to your word. That's definitely true. Now, I would like to say it's not a matter of willpower. So you don't read the word of God and say, I'm going to do that by hook or by crook. Uh, that's willpower. <laughs> no, you need the help of the Holy Spirit along with the word of God. So as you read the word of God, or, you know, this psalm is encouraging you to meditate on the words of God, 
it gets into you and you so appreciate it and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you and it comes to have power. So it's not only a matter of your own will, but your will surrendered to the Lord and you ask him to help you. And you find that as you love and appreciate his ways, that is how a young man or a young woman or even an older man or woman can keep their heart pure. Verse 10, with my whole heart I have sought you. Don't let me wander from your commandments. Notice how here it says the whole heart. This is the desire. This isn't just, you know, um, with my intelligence I'm seeking you. But no, a heart indicates someone really wants to do this. And if you do seek the Lord with your whole heart, then you will find a lot of grace is released to you. How do you do that actually? Verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart. When we, we um, this is the, this by the way, I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. When we um, quote this verse, we often are using it as a proof text for memory verses, especially with children at Sunday school. We give them Bible verses like, for God so loved the world, and there are other verses, and they memorize them. But we use this verse to tell children that they should memorize them, because I've hidden your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. But when we memorize, we, it's not the heart that we're hiding it in, we're, we're putting that into our brain. So how do you actually hide God's word in your heart? You actually, to do that, you actually have to meditate and think about God's word so much that it changes your values. <laughs> when it changes your values, then you will not sin against him. Verse 16 says, I will delight in your statutes and I will not forget your word. That's connected with the, the idea of heart here, delight. And he says, I will not forget your word. Word, and that, that's another one of the synonyms for Lord, for law and statutes. The word here in the New Testament, it says for in the beginning was the word, and the word was God and the word was with God. So we know in the New Testament that the word is Jesus. So it's not only meditating on the law or the things that God loves, it's also meditating on Christ himself who is the word. Verse 18, open my eyes that I may see wondrous things out of the law. As you meditate on the word of the Lord and you read the scriptures, pray this prayer, that your eyes will be opened so that you will understand. We're jumping a heap of verses now. Verse 75, Yahweh, I know that your judgments are righteousness, that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. God allows things to happen at times to his people which don't seem easy or they're not easy. And he said in that, that verse that you're in your faithfulness you have afflicted me. This is a bit like a parent disciplining a child because they love the child and want them to learn. Sometimes God does discipline us, that's his faithfulness to us. And that's good. The more you meditate on his word, the more you will appreciate it. Verse 79, let those who fear you turn to me and they will know your statutes. It says those who fear the Lord will know. The fear of the Lord is a big theme through the Bible. If you have respect for the Lord, that is you fear the Lord, then you will find that his word, you know, your heart's basically open to his word because you're respectful of it. People can read the Bible. People can even study the Bible. People can even think deeply about the Bible, but if they don't have the fear of the Lord, um, they will not know his statutes. Verse 92, unless your law had been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. So it's not just a matter of getting to know what God wants 
and then making yourself do it, you won't get there if that's the case. You have to love what the Lord likes. <laughs> and to do that, you have to meditate. It's a process. So we pray for that. And he says here, unless I had delighted in your law, I would have perished. And that is true. He follows it up, verse 97, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day. If we love the Lord's ways, we will think about it a lot. So we have to grow to love it. Verse 103, how sweet are your promises to my taste, more than honey to my mouth. Promises, now that's a slightly different thing to God's law. But if you think about it, it's almost like a promise is almost like God's law to himself. So, you know, God tells us things that we should do. Do this, do this, do this. That's his commands to us. But when God gives a promise, it's almost like he's putting a command on himself to say he will do something. So that's also the law in another way of thinking about it. And it says here, how sweet are your promises more than honey to my mouth. They are sweet. Um, Graham Cook always says that you can bank. God's promises are bankable. You can go to the bank with them. You can depend upon them. It's like money in the bank. That's what I always say. God's promises are completely reliable. They're not just words out there we try to believe in. No, when God says something, it's completely dependable. Verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. This, this verse must be, I'm almost certain of all the verses in the whole entire Old Testament, it must be the number one verse that children know more than any other verse. And um, it's a memory verse. And um, your word is a lamp unto my feet. And if you get God's word inside of you, it's going to guide your life and it will be a lamp to your journey. Verse, sorry, verse, I didn't put that down. Okay, I don't know what the verse number. It says, I hate double-minded men, but I love your law. What could a double-minded man be? Only, or a woman, a double-minded man or woman is someone who says they love God, but they don't follow him. <laughs> because loving God is to do what he says. So this guy hates those people, but he loves God's law. Verse 147 says, I will rise before dawn and cry for help. I'll put my hope in your words. That's an example of someone who prays early in the morning. The very next verse says, my eyes stay awoke, open through the night watch and I meditate on your word. That's an example of someone who prays in the evening. So we ought to be people like that who are, who are thinking about the Lord all day long, early in the day and through the day and into the evening. Last of my 16 comments, verse 174, I have longed for your salvation, Yahweh. Your law is my delight. What's our problem? We don't delight in God's law enough. And why don't we delight in God's law enough? It's because we haven't thought about it enough. The more you think about God's law, the more you will come to delight in it. So this entire chapter, Psalm 119, with all its 176 verses, it's the same theme over and over and over and over. It's saying to you, think about God's ways. Meditate on what God says. Contemplate the ways of God. You know, soak in God's commandments. It's, so it's, it's this same thing, but it's almost like it's been said 176 different ways. If you could try to make a point and then try to say it 176 different ways, this psalm has done that. I once heard the story of a preacher who got up in church one Sunday and preached a sermon. The next Sunday he got up and preached that sermon, the same sermon. 
same topic. He ended up preaching the same topic for week after week after week. And, and someone in the church said, Pastor, aren't you going to give us a different sermon? And he said, when you guys start doing the thing I'm telling you, then I'll preach a different sermon. So I guess this Psalm 119 is it's, it's a, the longest of all the chapters in the Bible, and yet it's only really saying one thing over and over and over again because it ma it's making a point, it's making an important point, and it's making it in a big and obvious way. we got to get God's Word inside it, inside of us, so that we love it, because if we do, we will change. Lord, I thank you for Psalm 119, the mother of all acrostic poems. <laughs> I pray that we would delight in your word and it would change us. In Jesus' name, amen.